You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. We're back in the locker room. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. And uh, all of our Steeler guests and playoff coverage is brought to you by your Neighborhood Ford Store. And, uh... Oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. And... Okay, subscribe to Sirius XM's best package, all access, and get your first six months for fifty bucks. Free uh, fees and t- <laughs> fees and taxes apply. See offer details at Sirius dot uh, SiriusXM.com slash Scott. I, I really mangled. You butchered that. I butchered. Up. I'm you sorry, butchered. Bruce. Uh, Bruce, uh, uh, come into the locker room, Bruce. I we love you. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Well, guys, you know, it's, it's Sauce Friday. You're supposed to be sharpening everything up. This is, you know, the dr- final dress rehearsal. What's going on? Oops. <laughs> P- playoff football. Hey, no, I'm doing good, guys. You know what? Actually, uh, the Gretkowski household, we're all getting uh, we're getting over COVID over here. So really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, on the other side of it right now. And then good. Uh, my daughter and son have it, Lily and Roman. Um, so yeah, so just battling through that, we're doing good. I know it hits different people differently. Uh, we're staying strong over here though. And, uh, and excited for playoff football to start tomorrow. Uh, yeah. I just so, came off oh, two weeks yeah. of being off because yeah. of having similar family. Yeah. Having that situation is, did they come through with like barely any symptoms or what, did they get hit by it? Yeah. So <clears throat> my wife started about two days after Christmas she just didn't feel right. She looked at me. She was like, I don't think we should go to church today. Yeah. And it's not like her to be like that. She's right, right. One, like, let's go, guys. We don't want to be late, you know. Right. And so I knew something was up, and we stayed home. And then uh, three or four days, four, you know, about four or five days, then she was good. And then Thursday it hit me, and, like, headache. Oh, man. Sore throat. Right. And, um. Not not too much in my chest though, just kind Good. of like achy flu symptoms. Okay, and I'm just I'm just starting to get on the other side. I'm trying to get a little workout in. Good, I'm trying to be cautious of it, but I, it's hard for me to hold back. And then so with our kids, no, they seem to be fine. They have Good, praise about God, anything. that's yeah. great. Father God, yeah, uh, Father God, we pray for the Gradkowski family and all the kids and him Amen. and his wife. Uh, yeah, just thanks, uh, we we just pray for healing for the COVID virus, and uh, they they would not have any residual effects from it. There In Jesus' go. name, Amen. Amen. How about that, Bruce? Amen. You can get thanks, it all brother. here, man. We go in the <laughs> locker room and we pray you up. Oh. <laughs> Hey, uh, my man, Tunch. Always yes. think about someone else. After Amen. Hey, 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 Brucey. Uh, why? Uh, one of the one of the things I want to ask you is, uh, do you feel more comfortable in a play action pass or in the pocket? Yeah. So for me, I've always loved the play action pass because me being a smaller quarterback. Uh, when you play action pass, your drop tied into that is usually deeper. So for me, I like that because that now I'm deeper in the pocket. I can hitch up, and I felt like I saw the field better. And then also, too, usually the routes with that, it's easier progressions. You're reading like high to low. You have good, solid checkdowns most of the time. Mm-hmm. And, and you're attacking the, the part of the field 
that there's a lot of grass to work with. 18 to 20 yards downfield, it's over top of the linebackers. A lot of times underneath the safeties, there's a lot of room to work. So I've always liked that. And you could tell that's when, like, Mayfield plays pretty well. You yeah. know, when the running game's humming, they do a good job play-action pass. Stefanski's been a great play caller all year, and that's going to hurt hurt them, him being out this week. But – yeah, so for me as a, as a smaller type quarterback, I always enjoy the play action pass. Now, Alex Van Pelt has said, "Look, you can either defend the boot or you can defend the cutback, but one is going to offset the other." I mean, right? You so if you run your ends up the field to stop the bootleg, that if they give the ball to Nick Chubb, if it's a running play, there's cutback lanes there. So, how do you right. defensively speaking, what do you got to do to shut that down? Well, the the one thing too is is pretty phenomenal is just T.J. Watt, right? I mean, right, he's, okay, he's a difference maker. So, he, he, not a lot of guys can play both. You know, he has a real knack for the game, and there's always, you know, these outside inside zone teams they try to make the inside outside zone look exactly like the bootleg, and at times it, it, it at times it looks really good, but then at other times. If you're T.J. Watt, you could tell a difference in the quarterback. You could tell maybe the way he hands off or how he carries mm-hmm. out the stake. Okay. So T.J. Watt, in a sense, could, could you know sniff some of that out. But then, I mean, honestly, uh, that's what's tough about it. You know, because if you give Nick Chubb a crease, he's done a phenomenal job this year. And, and honestly, the, the, the Browns offensive line, they're the number one uh, offensive line for us at PFF, the way they graded this year. So, I think they're really going to try to establish up front and dominate the line of scrimmage, and it's going to be up to the Steelers um, how physical this game can be. Uh, Brucey, uh, it's Baker Mayfield less confident because Kevin Stefanski is not going to be there. You know, a little bit. I bet you a little bit. But, you know, I, I think, too, with Mayfield, and just like all the guys, I mean, it's playoff football, <laughs> Yeah. Dude, the Browns have not been in the playoffs in how long? There's a there's a different sense of urgency. This game happens faster. We always talk about it from the preseason to the regular season, the speed of the game changes. Well, then from the regular season to the postseason, the speed of the game changes. So it's going to be different. So I know the Browns are probably saying, look, man, let, let's, let's all step up our game. Our head coach is out. Our head coach helped us get to the point we're at right now. So I think there's going to be an added vote of kind of, I don't want like confidence, but almost like, hey, let's win one for the Gipper. You know, like right. I'm not saying that's going to play out that way, but I feel like it's going to bring that team closer together. Look, they're coming off some big wins lately, especially against the Steelers. And I know in the back of their mind, they're thinking Ben was out, TJ Watt, Cam Hayward. But it's still, you, they still got to win. They're still in the playoffs. This is going to be a good football game. Uh, I just think the Steelers are, are a better football team if they play that way. It seemed to me that in the last game, last week, uh, Mayfield didn't do as much bootleg as we've seen in the past, which he's done a lot, and he threw a lot to the middle of the field in between the the hash marks or the numbers, I should say. Um, do you, is there a reason why you think that maybe he, if if, the, if you agree with that, do you, do you is there a reason that you can put your finger on why they would target the middle of the field so much against the Steelers? You know, sometimes too, I feel like it's you know the linebackers. You try to attack, uh, seeing if you could get different mismatch down the field, mm-hmm. coming off a play action pass or even a straight drop back. If you feel like 
you know, based on the coverage, you could get some routes open over top of those linebackers or in, 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 in between coverage, you can kind of work that. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see if that's one of the main focal points uh, this week. You know, if I'm the Browns and, and, and I'm coming into this game and I know the Steelers have had injuries at linebacker, at the linebacker position, I mean, I am – I'm hyping up the line as far as like we have to win up front. If we can win up front, establish this running game, and keep you know Ben off the field, mm-hmm. uh, it, you know this this could be a good football game. I and mean, the Browns could have a choice, a chance at this one. But um, I just think it's it's got to be an added sense of urgency too for Big Ben and Tomlin, thinking how much longer do those two have together. And this right. is a prime time to really make a run at another Super Bowl. So, uh, Bruce, we were never rested uh, in our careers. <laughs> but uh, do you do you think hey, we walked upfield to the practice field in snow and sleet and rain both ways all the time? <laughs> so, uh, right. do you think? Uh, do you think? Uh, ben is uh, uh, has a little trouble. But being that he didn't play last week, you know, tons. I've always, I've always felt like that's a, that's a hard thing to navigate, right? Because the last thing you want is one of your key players to go down in a meaningless football game when you already have the playoffs wrapped up. But then, in another sense, look what, what the Bills did. The Bills kept rolling. I mean, they were playing good football and they just smashed the Dolphins last week. So they're just flying high and they're coming into the playoffs just another week of football. And I felt like the Steelers, when I was there, we always kind of started off slow, like the beginning of the of a season, you know, after a bye. And we'll see. I think it's more important that Tomlin did take the chance to rest up some of his guys. And now I think it's on, on the shoulders of Ben, TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, to not start this game off slow. You can't mm-hmm. afford that. Not against a Browns football team that, that's playing pretty good football right now. So I think that's going to be something to keep an eye on. I don't, I don't think – It'll play a major impact in it, but it's always something you kind of just think about, right? I mean, I'm not saying I would have done something differently than what Tomlin did because I think it is more important that you get your main horses healthy and feeling good, especially mentally rejuvenated because the Steelers didn't truly have a real buy this year. So we'll see, but I think that's something to keep in your back your back your mind of how this this game starts off. How important do you think it is for Ben to maybe uh, pick up where Mason left off with the long ball? You know what, three forty plus yard pass completions uh, last week. Mason went downtown pretty good. What do you? Th- I mean, was yeah. it something that to me it's just like that's what we've been waiting for? You, uh, do you think Ben's going to try to do the same thing? You know, I, th- I think it was the second half of the Colts game, right? I mean, you saw, True. and we see how explosive the Steelers' offense can be at times. You know, when they're pushing the ball downfield, they can be an explosive offense. And, you know, last week we saw it. I mean, the Browns were playing man-to-man, giving them opportunities outside, and Mason took advantage of that. And sometimes when you're facing a younger quarterback like Mason Rudolph, defensively, you're going to play man-to-man. You're going to give them one-on-one opportunities, make them be more accurate with the football so he got opportunities to, to push the ball downfield. I believe when Ben does get those opportunities, he takes those chances. Uh, so we'll see how the Browns line up and play the Steelers this weekend. And um, and I do. I, I think, you know, it, it's, it was the second half of the Colts game. We saw some explosiveness and the Steelers' offense moving. 
hopefully they could continue that um, going into the playoffs here. So what, what would you rather uh, coverage uh, uh, coverage wise? What, what would you rather man uh, yeah. man or zone? I I always like man to man, you know, and, and I probably had too much confidence in my in my arm or myself. <laughs> Any time on that third down and three or four, and I saw press man to man outside, and I I realized that my receiver's route would convert to go ball versus press man to man. I was taking that go ball ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah. Now in a defensive coordinator's mind. They're thinking, good, we want them to. It's a 50-50 ball. We'll win 50% of the time. They'll win 50% of the time. And and probably, let's take our chances, we'll win more. And I would take the shots. And, yeah, it probably ended up being 30 to 50% of the time I completed those uh, because that's what kind of opportunity and and chances that happen when you're going one-on-one downfield on a go ball. Same thing when you're in the tight red zone and you see teams throwing fades. You know, a fade route, it seems from a quarterback, even a fan's perspective, man, that's easy. It's one-on-one. Just throw a fade. Just throw it up. Well, that is the play. You're just throwing it up. Most of the time, it's a jump ball, and you're not really, you know, there's more. There's better plays out there to be had or to be called. Um, so, yeah, so to me, I always liked the man-to-man because it was clear, easier defense to read. And you knew you had the one-on-one matchup, so I always preferred playing against man-to-man. Let me ask you: You're Joe Woods, the defensive coordinator. You're not sure if uh, you're going to get Denzel Ward, your number one cornerback. Kevin Johnson may be out as well. Also, Robert Jackson had a little bit of trouble, and you're looking at Chase Claypool. What are you thinking about doing, trying to shut down the uh, Canadian Megatron there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know if you pre- play press man-to-man versus him. I mean. We saw last week. I mean, the only reason the Steers were back in that game is because of uh, Chase Claypool making an unbelievable play on a go ball in the right. end zone. And why give him those one-on-one chances? Keep everything in front of you. I mean, that's a, that's just kind of my view of how I would play things playing the Steelers. Look, give him those short passes up front, you know, in front of you. Just tackle the catch, you know, and, and mm-hmm. make plays in that sense. Don't give them opportunities to take the long ball. But we'll see, you know, because defense coordinators, man, they get aggressive. They want to blitz. They want to play press man-to-man and give, you know, sometimes the quarterback those one-on-one chances downfield. How important is the running game to be successful uh, uh, Sunday night? Especially, oh, you're talking about Steelers or Yeah, Bronx? Steelers. Oh, yeah. Well, and that, that's what I was going to say. I almost think it's more important for the Browns to have a good running game than the Steelers. I think the Steelers can survive by, you know, doing what they've done at points of this year, quick pass a game, and then hitting on some explosive plays. Um, I'd love to see the, the you know, the, the run game take off a little bit more, and they actually didn't do a too bad of job the first matchup. Uh, but I do think it's more important, though, for the Browns on that side to not just put it in information and expect him to win the game. Because if you think about it, I know last matchup, uh, Baker Mayfield was a little beat up with the ribs. But from our data, when he was in a, whether it was a clean pocket or under pressure, uh, the Steelers' pass rush pressured him on 47% of his dropbacks. Mm. And Mayfield took four sacks and completed just three of seven passes for 45 yards and an interception on pressure dropbacks. So, you know, 
wow. he, he didn't play the greatest when people were around him. And, and pressure dropbacks means doesn't necessarily mean blitz, but when there's guys around him. And um, I think the Steelers did a good job in that sense. So from the Steelers, I'm like, look, let's stop this running game and let's put it in Mayfield's hands. Let's make him drop back and actually throw the football. You know what? That's beautiful. I like the way you put that. Bruce, thank you so much, <laughs> brother. That's why we have you on, because you're right. the best. You're the best. Uh, you, you have such great insight. Besides that, you can talk about go routes. I've only run one in my life, and yeah. it was on a Friday with Bradshaw, and he gonged it off my helmet, and then he, he, he fired me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, hey, you guys are the best. Good luck this weekend. I miss you guys. Happy New Year, too. We haven't talked, so yeah. uh, it's always good to be on with love you. Bro. Love you, bro, and make sure, you. yeah, we're, we're, love up that family. We're praying, be great. we're praying for your family. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Love you guys. All right, bro. Take care, All man. All of our Steeler guests and playoffs <laughs> coverage is brought to you by your neighborhood Ford store. You're bringing it home, Chalooch. Here we go. We'll be back after this.